Hello, dear friends. It's time for Let's Talk About Jesus with Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable right here on your hometown radio station, Madison, North Florida, and South Georgia, and driving down the interstate system. As long as you can receive this signal, I pray that you will stay tuned today. We have a great message from God's Word, a great theme that we are discussing and teaching from the Word of God today. And I'll tell telling you, I'm excited. You can tell I'm excited about this broadcast today because I'm excited about what the Spirit is saying to the church in these troubled times, in these perilous times, uh, globally and personally, nationally and personally. We have hope in Jesus Christ today. Praise God. And I'm telling you, I'm discovering that these great uh, men of faith uh, and women of faith in the Scripture I had to, had made the discovery of of how to receive what they needed from the Lord in terms of their confidence and their courage and their strength. And when we, oh friend, when we discover the same principles about the same person and how to obtain them in our own life. You know, the Bible said they that do know their God will be strong and do exploits. Praise God. Amen. They that do know their God, whether it is faith, whether it is power, whether it is courage, whether it is strength that we need, the object of it all is God Himself. And that is an important principle to begin with as we prepare today to go back to the subject, all sufficient in Christ sufficiency. That is not self-confidence today, but that is competence and confidence in that that God has granted to us and that we, every one of us, can receive, hallelujah, amen, from His wonderful heart, His wonderful hand, and His wonderful provision through Jesus Christ today. Well, stay tuned. Don't miss this broadcast. And if you're not a Christian today, I pray that you will join us in this Bible study. If you're in a very safe environment right now, no one's going to come and, and grab you and try to drag you to an altar. Well, someone is going to come and someone is going to urge you to receive Christ. But no human being is going to do that today. Uh, you're very safe where you are listening to the radio. You may be traveling down the interstate and and you uh, are, are arrested somehow to stay tuned as we go to the Word of God. You know why you feel like listening today uh, instead of changing the channel? It's because God loves you and He wants you to hear how much He loves you and He wants you to know that yes, you can become a Christian and yes, you can. You, yes, you can become a follower of Jesus Christ. Yes, your sins can be forgiven and your past can be blotted out as far as God is concerned and you can have a brand new beginning today. You know, before we begin this study uh, and, and turn open our Bibles, I want to say this to you today. 
You that don't know Christ and, and, and the devil has lied to you and he has told you, you can't be a Christian. You know you can't. You know that you've got too many hang-ups. You're too weak. You've got too many habits. You've got too many failures. So why, why try to become a Christian knowing that things are going to have to change that you can't change? Well, friend, I want to tell you today, in John's Gospel, chapter 1, there's a scripture that says, As many as received Him, to them gave He the power to become the sons of God. But what an incredible statement. He's not asking you to change yourself, but be willing to change so that He can change you. As many, just as I am, just as I am, is one of the great Invitation hymns that usually here at the end of a preaching session, an invitation is given, and, and in the Billy Graham Crusades, one of, one of the songs, if not the most sung song by the choir in those great outdoor crusades, just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. God wants you to come with your heart, heart, with your heart willing to be changed. If you are willing, that's what repentance means. It's a 180 degree turn in the military. It would be about face where you spin on your heels and face the other way. When you face the other way, you turn from Satan to Christ. You turn from sin to God. God will do the work within you. Hallelujah. He will grant you everything that you and I need to be a follower of Jesus Christ today. He will forgive every sin. It's amazing. Here I am beginning a broadcast and making an invitation. So please stay tuned today. We'll make another one at the end of this broadcast today. God is speaking to someone distinctly, someone Directly, Why would we have an invitation? Why would I even put it in reverse today? Somebody is listening right now. Is about to change the channel. And God loves you. You know the Bible said of Christ, He would leave the ninety and nine out of a hundred sheep. Ninety-nine of them are safe in the fold, but one of them is missing. One of them is lost. One of them will die if not found. One of them is in jeopardy. And the Bible said of him being such a good shepherd, he would leave the ninety and not forsake them, leave them safe in the fold, but he would go out and look for that one until he finds it. And friend of mine, you are the one that he's looking for today. Before any of the rest of us study the Word of God together, you are the one. You are the one. God loves you so much. Oh, let him save you today. Oh, don't run from him any longer. Run to him. He bids you come. Hallelujah. Just as you are. Oh, friend, we love you so much today. The purpose of this broadcast is primarily to reach those, those that are not safe 
and and we just pray today that you will find that safety and security. And, and now for the Christians that are listening today, we're getting ready to study the Word of God. But you, above all people, understand why this broadcast has been altered today. Uh, in fact, I began to make it, had to stop 12 minutes into it, as the Holy Spirit just prompted me and says, no, go back and start again. I didn't know why. I did not know why. Now, I know why. Praise God. Oh, it's God's love flowing. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about what the Spirit of God is saying and what the Spirit of God is doing today. We are using the media Everything that we can, can, can do, uh, in ourselves. And then we depend on the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting. Praise God. Amen. What a, what a commission we have from Christ to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You know, the Bible said it's not His will that any perish, but that all have eternal life. And we know that mighty river of God's love and grace is flowing from His throne and from the cross of Jesus Christ today to a lost and dying world. And there's where the revival is. It's in that flowing river, praise God, of God's eternal purpose. So instead of asking God to bend the river to us, to just bless us, we're asking Him to help us to get in the flow. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I believe we're in the middle of it right here, right now today. Praise the Lord. Now, if you have your Bibles, would you turn to Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13. And we're going to read verse 13. We're just going to go directly to this subject matter and this text today. Verse 13 of Philippians 4. The Apostle Paul says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. On face value, you just see a man so full with faith, holy resolve, and, and that internal intestinal fortitude. Just this man that had this great gift of faith, this man that just, he was unique uh, in the sense that he could face all that he faced and make this statement. Literally, I am equal to all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And yet we find that Paul had three supporting pillars for that kind of faith that is available to you and available to me right here today, right here, right now by the Holy Spirit. As he opens the Word of God to us, we found that Paul discovered the sufficiency of God's grace. And he didn't discover that and nor receive that till he came to an end of himself. He started out by saying, When I am weak, then am I made strong. And the strength that he found at the point of his weakness at an end of himself caused him to be able to say, I can now do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. He found this, the sustaining, supporting pillar of God's sufficient 
grace. Amen. And that's why that he was able to say, I can do all things and receive the strength that he needed to do that. He not only found sufficient grace, he found the second pillar, which was supporting love. He knew the love of God would not fail him. And he said, I'm persuaded in Romans 8 Verse 38, I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. He said, when I'm weak, I'm made strong. And I find the sufficiency of His grace. And I, I've discovered that even when I'm at my weakest and, and when I, I'm at my worst, God's love is intact. And God's love still flows toward me. And I have come to the conclusion to where I'm persuaded that there's nothing, nothing, no circumstance, nothing within me, nothing without, and nothing down in that netherworld that the devil has hatched up to try to hurt me with. Nothing will cause me to doubt the love of God for me. Praise God. Amen. Listen, friend of mine, Paul had discovered what is available to you and what is available to me so that we would be able to say with him, regardless of what we're going through, what we've been through, and what we may have to face. Hallelujah. I can. I can. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And that because of the sufficiency of God's grace and the absolute sustaining love that supported him, he also found the strength that he needed. The strength that he needed. Praise God. Look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 through 16. It says, For this cause I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant unto you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit. This is real important. In the inner man. In the inner man. Before your emotions are affected, before your mind is affected, the inner man is where he deposits the strength that you need. And then, and then, what has been placed within your spirit begins to work out into your mind and your, your, your soulish part of you. Praise God. It's not just a positive attitude initially. It is something that occurs in our spirit that begins to affect our mind, to give us hope and bring forth faith in the, in the, in the place of our weakness and our fear and our sense of inability. Hallelujah. Day by day, moment by moment, that we would be strengthened with might in the inner man. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. It said, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man 
is renewed day by day. Though our outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. I want to submit something to you today that you may be overwhelmed in your emotions and overwhelmed in your mind. But in your inward man, God has granted a faith to be present within you that can rise up from within you. Praise God. Amen. When you need it, it's in your inward man. That's why we need to walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh and depend on the Spirit, not just the Holy Spirit within us, but our own Spirit and what God has placed within us. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, Paul said, because he knew that strength was deposited in his inward man. And though the outward man sense the weakness and the inability and feel overwhelmed, yet the inward man is renewed day by day, moment by moment. Hallelujah. I want to read this. And how, how Paul uh, talked to Timothy about this very thing. Timothy was discouraged. And the second letter of Paul to him was to encourage him. And it's important to know the, the context of the whole book uh, and the letter, literally. So that we can understand what Paul wanted to say to him and where he was when Paul was speaking to him. So if you'll turn with me to Second Timothy. Chapter 1, verse 5 through 7. Listen to this carefully. Understanding that we're strengthened with might in the inward man. What you have prayed for, the strength that you need, has been deposited in your inward man. Hallelujah. I'm convinced that God would not withhold the strength you need to overcome, the strength you need to go through. He's given you the sufficiency of His grace. He's supporting you by His unfailing love, and He's granting unto you, amen, that that ability to believe Him, that faith is in you today. You came to Christ by that faith. Now, you couldn't have been saved if you're a Christian today without that faith operating within you. But it operated from your inward man initially. Listen to me carefully today. Amen. The Bible said, by grace you are saved through faith. It is the gift of God. It's not of works lest any man should boast. But when you came to Christ by faith, that means looking to nothing within yourself, looking to Him for everything. Oh, friend of mine, uh, you have faith today. Your emotions may be telling you that you have no faith and you can't believe God for anything. But God's Word is telling you right now what I'm about to read to you. That in your inward man, the faith that you, oh, the faith that you came to Christ with is the same faith that you can overcome with. Oh yeah, it's not, it's not the size of your faith. 
compared to the size of the mountain of opposition, persecution, or circumstance. It is the size of your God that your faith is in. Praise the Lord. That's why Jesus said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. In our Sunday service, a little girl came up to me holding a little necklace up for me to look at. I didn't have my glasses on. I couldn't hardly make out what 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 that was all about. Uh, but upon closer examination, I was I was straining to see, and her mother said, "It's a mustard seed." It's a mustard seed inside a little concave lens to try to magnify it a little bit was a tiny seed that I couldn't even detect. A mustard seed is that small. Oh, but Jesus said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. Oh, friend, hallelujah. We have that faith. You know why I know that? Because the scripture said to every Man is given a measure of faith. Oh, friend, today, God wants you to have the faith to believe upon Christ. He wants you to have the faith to put your trust in Him for your salvation. It's not a matter of I can't believe. It's always a matter of I won't believe. Ah, but today if you will believe on Him, He will save your soul, forgive your sin. And today if you're a Christian, if you keep your trust in Him, I'm telling you, that mountain will move. That mountain will move when you feel like that you can't take another step, that you can't even hardly pray. (laughs) A friend of mine, I want you to pray anyway. I want you to speak to the mountain after you talk to God about it. Praise God. Listen to me. Jesus said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. He started out by saying, have faith in God. And then he said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be thou removed, cast into the sea. And if you doubt not that what, if you doubt not that what you, in your heart, that what you say will come to pass, it shall obey you. Hallelujah. You will have what you said. Because if you surrender to the will of God, you discover the will of God through the Word of God, and there's a mountain defying what God's Word has declared, you can tell the mountain to move in the name of Jesus Christ today. Doubt not in your heart that it will move because it's defying God and not just you. It's defying the Word of God and not just us. And we can hold the Word of God out over that circumstance and stand on His Holy Word. And God will back it up. Because the Bible says that God watches over His Word to perform it. Praise God. Amen. Listen to me carefully today. What Paul said to Timothy, he's saying to you and me. He said, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith, that is in thee. He's telling him, you got faith. You don't feel it. You don't see. But you've got it. When I call to remembrance, verse 5 of chapter 1 of Second Timothy, the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded that is in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of hands. You see, Timothy was called to preach the gospel. 
and hands had been laid on him to set him forth into ministry and everything he needed to perform that purpose in his life through obedience to Christ was placed in him by the Holy Spirit. But he was discouraged and in his emotions and in his state of mind, not in his inward man, but in his outward man, the discouragement is all he could feel or sense. But in his inward man was faith to stir up the gift that was in him. Amen. So this is what Paul is addressing. Reminding him that you've got faith. You're not using it, but that doesn't mean you don't have it. And see, when you are not using your faith, you feel like you don't have any faith. He's telling him to act on God's word regardless of how he felt or what he sensed or what he saw. Listen to verse 6 again. I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee. See, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. God has not retracted it. God has not taken it back because we find ourselves in a state of weakness and discouragement. Which is in you by the putting on of my hands. I was there. I laid hands on you. An impartation by the Holy Spirit took place. And verse 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, literally, to draw back in, in, in fear and consternation and timidity. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. God didn't give us this spirit that draws back, but this spirit that rises up. Though the outward man perish, that inward man can be renewed, is being renewed. Praise God as you, as you just act on God's Word by pure faith. Hallelujah. Only those who recognize their weakness, friend, and rely on Christ can say this, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I saw a little sign the other day, a little saying the other day, in a, and it was in a, 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 a used store where they sell used stuff. Amen. I call it the G&W fashion shop. Praise God. Listen, I saw a little sign in there, and it said, You need to pray the most when you don't feel like praying at all. You need to pray most when you don't feel like praying at all. Ah, oh, friend, we can't let what we feel when we're overwhelmed by a circumstance keep us from standing on the Word of God, from acting on the Word of God, and from expressing our trust in God by not only praying and believing Him and standing on His Word, but as an act of faith speaking to that circumstance. You're in the way of the victory God has promised me. You're in the way, amen, of the blessing God has provided for me. You cannot let the enemy convince you that the grace of God is not sufficient. The love of God has somehow been withdrawn and God is not going to keep His promise. Ah, we must, we must discover the strength 
that God has promised us, has been granted us, because He has given it into our inward man. And it's so important to let what's in us begin to come forth as the, as the Scripture's written out of your belly. It's always out of the inward man. It works out into the life. And just because you are just so aware, acutely aware of the insufficiency and inability of our emotions and our mind to, to deal with our hurt and our pain doesn't mean that there's not a pure faith in God available to you in your inward man. And that's why the Bible said, out of your belly, your inward man, the central part of you, shall flow rivers of living water springing up unto everlasting life. Well, there's more to say about this. We're going to have to get a little bit deeper when we have the time to go there. But today, the beginning of this service, the very beginning of this service. I feel like calling this radio broadcast a church service because there is there is a wonderful, powerful anointing here today, right here and right now. And it's flowing like it's flowing because God is reaching out to all of us, but in particular, someone that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And right now, right where you are, God is calling you to come to Christ. We all, as Christians, give God all the credit for being able to follow Jesus Christ. We're able to say with Paul, not only I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me, but we can say our only sufficiency is of the Lord. We're not sufficient in ourself. God is doing this and He will do it for you today. Come to Christ. Come to Jesus today. Just repent of your sin. Turn from darkness to light. Turn from Satan to God. Say, I'm sorry, Lord, for my sin. Save me, forgive me, and help me. And all that you need, all of heaven's resources will be yours. Well, our time is gone. Will you come back next week and let's talk about Jesus?